a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Next is now. So what is next? We've been talking a lot uh, over the last week or so about Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, we're always looking at what is next. How do we make that now? Especially when it comes to our mental wellness. Uh, You know, there are people in your life uh, who are sort of the energy suckers, so to speak. They drain your energy. You find yourself getting exhausted. And then there are people in the world who are energy givers and providers. And one of those joins us on the program now. Daryl Wagstaff is uh, is one of the ultimate energy givers. Uh, he was one of the pioneers of freestyle snow skiing. Uh, he's the founder of Motivation Institute and Youth Motivation Institute. Uh, he does so much uh, in terms of important work around pain, physical and emotional pain. Uh, he's also working with a lot of our young people to help them uh, realize their full potential. Uh, Daryl, thanks for joining us today. You bet, Boyd. Nice to be with you. Hey, it's uh, it's been a while since we've chatted. Uh, we have followed your uh, personal coaching career uh, for a long time now, and I want to kind of break it into into two segments. First, you you work a lot with those that are struggling, those who need help, uh, and are are dealing with some of the real challenges of severe physical pain. Sometimes it's severe emotional pain, just to try to help them get to that functional, productive, meaningful life. Uh, tell us about your work there, and, and what are you seeing, especially coming out of the pandemic. Well, thank you, Boyd. The first time I really got a glimpse of the depth of emotional challenge was I started life coaching back in 1978. And in 86, Norm Bangeter had me be a chairman over a youth drug and alcohol task force over prevention, education, and community awareness. And I was speaking at a conference at the University of Utah, and My topic was celebrate life, and a man got up during my presentation. He walked out, and then after he came up to me, and he said, I could not stand being in the room with your presentation. And if if you're a professional speaker and somebody (laughs) comes up and tells you that you totally blew it, then that's not the highlight of your day. That's tough medicine right there. (laughs) Yeah, but what the deal was is that I was talking about celebrating life, and he was in such a place that even the thought of having a good day Mm. just crushed him. And so we, we actually developed a good relationship over the next couple of years, and we were able to talk more about his situation, and step by step, he was able to move himself out of that darkness and have some hope. And so in a lot of the families that I work with, there are critical issues that can be at the level of hopelessness where addiction and mental health issues and 
struggle in relationships is intense and it's at a point where people want to give up and so what my hope is is that we can go in with principles and skills and ability and work a formula and a relationship factor that will lift people out of the darkness and help them to get offensive instead of defensive. Uh, that's so important. And I, I think one of the challenges that we often don't think through, and I think this is true, whether it's physical pain or whether it is emotional pain, uh, that somebody going through that or a caregiver watching that, there's, there's sort of those three things. You sort of have the, the actual pain of what's going on right now, again, whether that's mental or emotional. You have the memory of previous pain of, of how awful or how terrible it was last time you got to that level of pain. And then you have this projection forward of this is going to continue forever. And that is, I, I can't take it. I can't do it anymore. And it's those three things of the, the actual pain, the memory of past pain, and then that projection forward of, you know, what's going to happen if this continues or gets worse. Uh, and so let's talk about some of those uh, principles and skills in particular that you uh, talked about, Daryl, in terms of kind of having that tool belt uh, to help us get to that good space. Well, again, Back to the offense and defense analogy, in our culture, there is a positioning of attacks that come across those different areas of physical and spiritual and emotional influence. And so we occasionally will get set back on our heels because we're, we're trying to protect ourselves from the attacks that are coming. And one tool that we have to employ is to be intentional and be offensive, where we have to we have to make a determination to fight and go forward with intention as opposed to reacting to the conditions that that exist. Oh, that's that's so important. I love that. Uh, intentional is one of my favorite words because. <laughs> The, the more you do that in your personal life, in your relationships, in your work, in your community, uh, when we do things that are on purpose and on purpose, uh, that's where joy happens. That's where success takes place. And uh, we've got just about uh, a minute or so left, uh, Daryl, but I just wanted to get uh, one other angle. Uh, again, knowing what you have been working with uh, some of your coaching clients with, especially during the course of the pandemic, uh, what's the one thing that maybe we're not thinking about that we all should be thinking about as it relates to our mental health as we move out of this pandemic? That we have to pamper ourselves and recognize that there are three sources of power. There's power within ourselves to make things happen. There's power that comes from the influence of other people who lift us up and carry us through when we don't have the capacity to do it on our own. And then there's the power of an extension of our faith, a belief in something that's greater than us that we partner with, and we become victorious through the, those partnerships with our, our personal determination, our relationships with other people, and their support and influence, and our extension of our, our faith and our belief in in God and in life and in greatness. Oh, so good. Uh, Daryl Wagstaff, again, uh, joining us today. We'll put his uh, links to his site on our social media feeds today. Uh, but, Daryl, always appreciate your perspective. You are uh, the ultimate energy provider. Uh, and I love this idea of recognizing 
power, our own power, the power of others, the power of our faith. All of those, I think, are so vital as we deal with a lot of uncertainty, a lot of challenges, uh, a lot of difficulties out there uh, as well. But, Daryl, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks, Boyd. Again, that Daryl Wagstaff joining us, uh, and, and he's great. If you haven't followed him on social media, uh, he will he will make your day. <laughs> he makes mine regularly uh, with a quote, with a thought, with a little bit of insight, with a challenge, uh, which is so important. And, and I think it's important for all of us to really recognize, uh, one, that we, we can't do all of this alone. Uh, I do think it's important for us to, to recognize pain for what it is. Uh, and as we talked about with Daryl, whether that pain is physical pain or whether that is emotional pain, uh, to your body and to your brain, uh, it's the same. Uh, it is just pain. And learning to be very present and be very still uh, is so helpful. Because if you're remembering past pain, you're going backwards, uh, that's, a, that's a tough place to be. If you're projecting forward uh, as it relates to your pain and saying, well, this is just my new normal, which means it's going to stay that way forever or get worse, uh, that's not helpful either. And so learning to be still, to be present, and then, uh, as Daryl talked about, to recognize that you have the power in your choices to create, to make a difference, uh, that there is power in the people around you to help you and to, to lift and, and give you energy back. And then, of course, the, the power of faith and, and that belief in things that are, are beyond our own sphere uh, and our own space. Uh, so again, I uh, always appreciate Daryl Wagstaff, and he's the founder of Motivation Institute and Youth Motivation Institute. Uh, next time we're going to have Daryl come back because he's doing a lot of work with uh, young people. He has a coaching program for people kind of in that 16 to, to 30 plus space uh, who are going through really interesting decades of, of choices and careers and uh, and really setting a direction for their life. And I think that's an important conversation for all of us to to recognize and to to focus on as well. Uh, so again, big thanks to Daryl Wagstaff for joining us today. And as we continue our focus on Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, if you are struggling, if anyone you know is struggling, uh, reach out. Uh, it's up to all of us uh, to reach out to one another and for one another because there is help, there is hope, there is healing, and there is opportunity and good days ahead. Uh, we just need to embrace it and reach for it. And let's make sure we reach for it together. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Representative John Curtis is going to join us. He was in the room where it happened today in Washington, D.C. We'll get his perspective, some important perspective, coming up next on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. 
Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.